I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Sam and Greg. Back on this Saturday morning, the ninth day of July, we say to you, God morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning to you fine folks in Monroe. Why are you whistling, man? What, what are you whistling about? What are you whistling about? I'm just sitting here waiting on a bus. Okay. That uh, bus that comes by with informa- the information bus. The bus come through? The nugget, bu- the, the nugget bus. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> Monroe. I don't know, about, I know a lot about, about Monroe, but I know some people from Monroe. Okay, that's all you Let got to give, say? Let me give them a, a, a shout, and we won't say nothing bad about them. But uh, why would we say something bad about them? I don't know. Just make sure we don't say anything bad. Uh, about good morning. You fine folks in Monroe, good morning. And I hope and I hope everything's well. There's a lot of wow. Yeah, and that's something. I've uh, been gone all week long, so somebody's gonna have to fill me in on stuff. But, but uh, we started, you know, we started having this seasonal kind of weather. We had started having this week every day at a certain time of day, and it wasn't always it wouldn't always get the whole area. It would get certain parts. parts. So I couldn't call yeah. you up and say twenty no, minutes the rain is coming your way. Would not would that that would not happen this week. You know, it, it was it was kind of scattered, but it was, you know, the places that got it, some of it was pretty intense. And really more wind and thunder and lightning and rain. You know, like I drove through some on the way down this morning. We it, it had a pretty, pretty rough patch on 85 coming down south, coming coming in here today. But last night, I mean, it was all over the place. Man, I had it all the way. I w- okay, just so folks know, I'm, ca- I'm kind of behind the eight ball. I'm catching up here on a number of things. As you remember, if you were listening last week when we were doing our show, by the way, that was fun last week, man. Thank you for that. And and Eric and everybody who worked with us, uh, Sully downstairs doing the 4th of July. Um, yeah, well, yeah, but last, last time I saw you, man, there was a bunch of sweaty folks running in front of us. <laughs> yeah, they were. Oh, well, a big herd of them. But there was also, that was, that, was the big, that was the biggest collection of in-shape people I have seen in a while. <laughs> I mean, the biggest collection. Who was it working with us? Uh, was it... Um, Oh, we got Commissioner Cullen. Gordon, Commissioner uh, uh, Cullen, no, not, Cullen, Cullen, the engineer. Yeah, going, <laughs> at one yeah. point during the show, he goes, "Okay, we're two hours into the show, and I ain't seen one fat dude." <laughs> <laughs> 
they, they were the ones back in the back, that, that last group that came out. And you were looking for people in the outfits, and they started coming. As I was, as I was leaving at 9 o'clock, that's when the folks in the, in the costumes started showing yeah, up. Yeah, boy, they, they did, didn't they? Wow. I mean, uh, all kind of all outfits started showing up, people, men and women, and running in tutus. So yeah, it was pretty amazing stuff. I left, I left early and uh, had to head down to uh, Florida again to deal with Pops, and I'm bringing you an update on that. Everything's fine right now. He's stable. Okay. But that's where I was at all, right. all week long. And that back and forth you talked about with the weather, that's every day. That's in Florida. Okay. Down there in Sarasota, by Tampa area, that's every day. It's, as you like to say, fish grease hot throughout the course of the day. And then about 2, 3 o'clock, the skies open up. Yep. And something. And it's sticky and muggy, and then later on after that, it feels like you're living in the Philippines. Yeah, just steam oh, coming up out of man. you know. So we've been getting some of that. Not all in the same places, just around. We got it at the ballpark last night, you know, out of out of Truist, and it came after Michael Harris hit this home run. We're gonna call that dude the rainmaker because he hit that thing way up in the in the second deck up there, and uh, even he had to stop and, and, and admire it a little bit. And he usually doesn't do that. But I think he just knew how well he had gotten that one. And uh, we saw, we've saw we seen this guy do so much. My question to you is this. He goes four for three last night, four RBI, um, including a big home run. How long are we going to keep him at number nine in the order? There, that doesn't, see, that doesn't apply anymore. It does why, not. Why not? No, because there's the DH. Somebody that's, that's producing the DH, like that. No, you're thinking traditionally where there's a pitcher No, in there. I'm thinking about production. Again, what's I'm, he doing? I'm thinking production. Okay, well, well, so well, you have off, a posi- you have a, you have a player who's down there who can help you when you get to the so-called bottom of the order. But a great lineup doesn't necessarily mean that you have to worry about seven, eight, and nine anymore. They're actually setting the table for the top of the lineup again. So I got no problem with him being down. That's a that's a great lead. In imagine when he was in front of Ozzy. When I was a full strength Ozzy Albies. Brilliant point, Mr. Clarkson. But Sammy wake at this morning. He said the man went four for three. I, I ain't never seen nobody go four for three, three, three in my three, life. Three for four. I'm looking at I'm looking at his line here. Three, three for four with four RBI. But, but Greg's got a great point. Forget about that first trip through the lineup because the way the Braves are hitting, they going to the by the second inning, they they come around to the second time at bat. He that sets up Harris, Acuna. Swanson, I mean, by the time that pitcher sees them a second time, he's he sweating bullets because he's like, man, I got to go through this murderous row now. So, no, keep him right there where he is at the ninth. It's no big deal. There you go. I could add to that, but I wouldn't know what I'd be talking about. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, it's just you, you, the growth of him, there's no rush for that. And so while he's performing now and he's doing some great things, you know that the baseball gods – are going to test them. And these after the All-Star break, pitchers are going to have tape. As you like to say, they're going to have the tape on them. And they're going to make their adjustments. Well, they should already have the tape well, on again, them. Well, again, I'm just saying right now the newness for, is there. He's been up for a minute. And he, but he, how many other teams he, have he played regularly? Doesn't matter. I mean, Everybody get videotape. You don't have again, to play a team for a team to get you, tape you, on you. No, you do not. But right. I'm saying you to know? you, the other teams ain't worried so much right now. If he continues to do what he's doing, the divisional matchups are going to get tougher. Snitker's going to know this. He's seen this before. He's going to know what to do. But it's his adjustments to what the other people are doing to him is what we're going to watch in the second half of the season. When it happens, I don't know, but it's going to happen. He's going to have a slump. How he gets out of that and how he can – listen, as long as he continues to play gold glove outfield or close to it, we're how good. About how about that? That's the other thing you get with him. I mean, there's so many things you get with that young man. But it was getting. And we're talking about Charlie Morton. 
Charlie Morton, seven solid innings last night, uh, surrendered uh, four hits, two runs, struck out seven. So Charlie Morton is pitching more like Charlie Morton. You know, that, that's you know, it took us a minute to get to this guy, but with his last few outings, the latest coming last night, he looks more like the guy who uh, you you picked to be one of the stabilizing factors in your starting rotation. That's right. what you want to see. Cream rises to the top, man. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We got something special coming up later on in the show. We got a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. We got a Hall of Famer, and a man got himself a handful of rings, Super Bowl rings. Yeah. And he's just <laughs> one of those people. If we didn't introduce him and we just brought him on the air and he started talking, you would know you would exactly know who it was. <laughs> it is. But we will tell you, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, Hall of Famer, Dallas Cowboy Michael Irvin is going to join Sam and Greg. Why don't you stick around for that? We're also going to talk to Karen Pastena, kind of put a bow on this Wimbledon. By the way, today was the first Wimbledon ever played. First one the ever? The first one ever. And the men were the only ones, as you could imagine, that played. Yeah, they didn't let the women play. 1877, please. I want Sam to guess. I figured he probably knew right off the top of his head. No, he didn't. No, no, he didn't know the women didn't play either. And you kind of figure 1877, yeah, I can believe they they didn't let them play. 77. Yeah. They've been doing it for a minute. So this is 150? And and, How many and this was also Look, the using your toes and your fingers for yeah, that. Yeah, I tell you, I'm using everything. <laughs> this is, is that, the this is the 100th anniversary of this of the uh, center court. You know, we had that that celebrated that last week. We had all, all of everybody come out there. We are also going to talk. This is a NASCAR weekend here in Atlanta. One yeah, of those weekends where again, this city shows while why it's considered an international city. Now we're doing something that's you know pretty much connected with America, but still, when we put it on, we put on a great show. And Brandon Hutchinson and all them folks at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Again, it, the race is one thing. The events that happen are another throughout this week that have been going on. We're going to tell you about some of the other stuff that's going on there today. But if you've never seen it, maybe today isn't the day to just go gawk. But maybe it is because tomorrow yeah. race day. Yeah, so you might want to go down there just to take a look at the expanse of that place. You don't realize the size of it till you see it. And so, and, and, and so many people have heard about it or they watched it on TV, but haven't been down to see it in person. To be, to me, this is a good weekend to go down and get a look at the place in person. There'll be some racing going on there today, but also, but the main event is coming up tomorrow. We got two voices of Atlanta United coming up here on the show. Although yeah. we're gonna make Joe just wear one hat today. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's getting ready to wear a third hat because as soon as the Falcons hit camp, you know, when that, that that's coming up in a, in a in another couple of weeks, so. He's, he's doing a little bit all of it. But he's going to take some time to join us today and talk about the break, especially this all-star voting, which, you know, we know that Ronald Acuna is a starter for the all-star team. And a lot of guys sitting in second place. And, and Dansby's right there. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, uh, Travis Darno's right there. Ozzie probably, you know, he's right there, but he probably wouldn't play anyway. Uh, but maybe a trip to California, he wouldn't yeah. mind that. Pitchers haven't been chosen yet. No, no, no. We th- we think it may be at least two pitchers from the Braves get there. Um Riley, is he? Th- I mean, although third base is pretty crowded. Yeah, yeah you know, third base out. is pretty crowded. So I mean that, but I mean, who's the manager, and whose decision is it? Who gets on? You know, so I'm just saying. That's a nice. It's a nice thing to have. How about that? But then you get that Dodgers manager there too, and they say, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> he might. He might. He's him and Snitker getting into it. Uh, so anyway, uh, Doug Robus is going to join us too. Talk Atlanta United. They're going up against Austin today. Joe Patrick, and again coming up in the nine o'clock hour. We are going to talk to Michael Irvin. I mean, what, what, 
Do we talk about why he's here in town, or yeah, do we start back? Obviously. Well, I mean, I mean, where do we lead with this? I guess is I, what I I'm getting at. With why, why, why are you in town, here? or do you want to talk about, you know, his career and, and, and all of that stuff? I don't know how much you want. I mean, his to, thoughts to, on to what's me. going on with the NFL and and with the NFL and with and, and with the Falcons. Okay. We want to talk. We got we got to talk some Falcons. And we got to ask him at least one question about the U. At yeah, least yeah. one question we? about the U. Well, why? They ain't no they got, U. They got yeah. a new coach. You don't they exist got, no more. Oh, come on. The U can't exist anymore. Oh, see, see. Man, it can't. Why, why can't it? Because why? because you got 20 Division One schools in Florida now. You didn't have that back in the day of the U. But the U, where the, the, where's the U going to be? What conference will the U be in in two years? I mean, they, they, may, they, they might probably they, be in Big Ten. They, they might be. They made the Big Ten going for Marcus. But I, yep. I, I don't know if the SEC will let that. Because you kind of want – just like Southern Cal and UCLA want to be a package deal, I think they want to be a package deal with Florida State and Florida. Yeah, I'm going to ask him what at. kind of NIL deal he would have got. Oh, man. <laughs> he, already, he got one. He got one when he was yeah. down there. Unofficially. Somebody used to use the term bag man back you in know, the day. No, man. They, they want to bring him what back. The, 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 what, the de facto athletic director was Uncle Luke, wasn't it? Everybody's recruiting trip. You went through his spot. No, that was. I mean, we ain't when it get comes all to that. this dude, we ain't gonna get into all that with him. No, but when <laughs> it comes to this dude, there's only one thing that I'm really curious about, and what life was like for him coming up. What he got? Seventeen brothers and sisters. I think so. <laughs> it's close to that. It's, it's I mean, seventeen or yeah. eighteen yeah. brothers and sisters. Yeah. He wasn't living. Down there in 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 stately Wayne Manor, I can't believe I pulled that one up. I was the only man that came to my from? head. Wow! I was Buckingham Talk Palace, Nuggets, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rick you, you, Ross's you, you, house you, you out really there in Fayetteville. You really he wasn't living one. in there, right? So what that must have been the fights over the last piece of whatever. I'm always curious about that, man. There's big families. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. I, I don't know what brings him to town. I mean, he's 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 here to go to the NASCAR. race and. Um, is he interested in being an investor? Is I mean, what makes it? I mean, I mean, I know his former teammate is involved. Emmett Smith is involved with NASCAR. Um, so I'm I'm curious. Is he just here to watch it, or is he watching with an eye to to to, to be involved with it? NASCAR's in continuation of changing perception about that sport. They've been pretty good at it, but it continues. I want to know if the guy who was put in, given a position with them is still going to be. Doing that, and that's Alvin Kamara, who's dealing with a couple issues right now. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. connected with NASCAR. We know about Michael Jordan, so there's a, there's a handful of folks and 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 people and we got connected. But, we got but money Mayweather. Yeah, we, we got, there we you go. Lot, we got a lot of. So I'm just don't get saying. me started with my boy. Where's that so, Pitbull music? So uh, yeah, you know Pit, Pitbull. <laughs> you got a lot of people. Like I've told people, NASCAR has more owners, uh, uh, minorities who are owners of teams than all the pro sports combined. I told you, changing perception. All combined, NFL. You know, NBA, Major League Baseball, hockey, soccer. Although we got our first black general manager in, in and, hockey and, this yeah. week, My, Michael Gritt. And and, he's, and, 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 and and also in Raiders. Yep, well, yep. Our know. woman is a GM. So, yeah, the change is – listen, there is so many things that give you just the yin and the yang of life going on in 2020 that make you as mad as can be and then make you as proud as can be. Yeah. It's really amazing. How about that? Um, just pulls you in one direction and – we are also, with a heavy heart, going to talk, and I'll probably do most of this during casting call. But, um, man, the people we lost this week? Yeah. Just the last 48 hours. So we have a poll question we're going to give you. We're going to give you that up at 640 here, and it has to do with James Conn. So y'all want to stick around for that. We are just getting started on this ninth day of July. It is Sam and Greg. Want to come back, and uh, I tell you what, let's talk a little bit more about those Braves. You want to do the poll question next, throw it out there, or you want to save that till 40? 
Um, how you feeling? How you, oh, how, how, how you feeling? Let's go and get that out there. All right, we'll throw it out there next segment. Y'all stick around here. Thank you for making us a part of your Saturday morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. You ever have a thought just run into your head just as you were starting to talk? This is the crazy thing about doing live, All anything, right. TV right. or radio. You never had that happen to you on TV? Uh, sometimes, I, sometimes. I just had it happen to me. And I was, I was having Eric play this because the good news is Steven Tyler is out of rehab. I saw that this week. He is out of rehab, doing doing better. Doing better. Doing better. So, doing better. I don't know if he's doing better, but he's feeling better. Yes. Again, no, I'm just going to move on. I get, no, I'm, don't I'm, move on. Come I, on, no, no, I want to no, no, no. hear it. I have learned not to take us down the rabbit hole with just insignificant stuff, which I have a bevy of. Yeah. So when I don't have to, I take a break, I take a pause, and I start over again. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. <laughs> We've got a wonderful show. If you weren't listening last segment, I told you that we got Michael Irvin, Hall of Famer, going to join us coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. It is going to be wonderful. Oh, speaking of which, well, it's got nothing to do with Michael Irvin or being a Hall of Famer. We want to remind you, though, Kenny Maine has joined the Odyssey family with a new podcast. Hey, Maine! Each week, Kenny's going to talk to someone he knows a little and is fascinated by a lot, like Michael Irvin. Athletes, musicians, celebrities, and just about everyone else. Two episodes uh, debuted this week. Just download Hey, Maine on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Were you fan? Was he one of your favorite sports anchors? When he was um, yeah, enjoyed, at enjoyed, Network. enjoyed him. Enjoyed him when he was on there. Did you know that dude had an arm and a half as far as football? Yeah, I heard he's very, 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 very he a monster arm as a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know what else was going on with him, um, but that's all they talked about when they would have games up there. Listen, we um, we have a poll question. I'm gonna yep. throw out there. Let's do it. And it's one of these that uh, this week you talk about a, a, a slew of movie tough guys leaving. It's been since Ray Liotta. Think about it. Ray Liotta left. Though he played football, he spent a little bit of time on the uh, Sopra- on the Sopranos. Tony Saragusa. Yeah. He was Tony's uh, bodyguard. Speaking of the Sor- Sopranos, I got this yesterday, man. Paulie Walnuts passed. Mm-hmm. Tony Sirica. He's gone. And then of course, this on the heels of hearing about James Caan. So. And I know that there are some other shows that have done this, but this is our first opportunity to do this. So we's going to do it. We're going to talk about this and put the poll question out there at 92.9 the game. Please participate. And we had to choose three. There could have been a few more, but we chose three and then other. What is your favorite James Conn movie? There's the two obvious ones, The Godfather, Brian's Song, and then the third one we chose was Misery. Brian's Song, Misery, The Godfather. Or other at ninety two nine the game. Eric, I want to bring you in here on this uh, thoughts when you heard about James Con. What did you think of? What what, what memories? What li- famous lines popped to your head? Well, my favorite. We talked about this in the pre pre show. My favorite James Con movie was the program about college football, and I loved when he said, "All my kids graduate. That's why they're all smarter than I am." And, uh, he was talking <laughs> to Omar Epps at the time. Yeah, and uh, and then the other one, the really good one. 
when Omar Epps was laying on the field, son, are you hurt or are you injured? Yeah. He said, what's the difference, coach? Well, if you're hurt, you can play. If you're injured, you can't. <laughs> so I, I love that one. He was like, I think I'm just hurt. Well, get up and hold on to this football. <laughs> <laughs> but while, he, while that's being said, he hasn't seen Brian's song. Yeah. And, and I, you got to remember, Brian's song was a made-for-TV movie. It's still a movie that's it, but, out but there. But it was made for TV. I think it had on TV first. Then it went to the theaters for a short time. But it was one of those things back when the TV networks would do their own, when CBS or ABC, I think ABC was was, uh, was where it aired, uh, would, would produce their own movies. And uh, we kind of come back to that. But but that's what happened back then, this particular one. And I remember when it when it uh, when that movie came out, I remember them talking about it on Monday Night Football, um, just talking about the the, the film and uh, Howard Cosell talking about how it made him feel. Listen, so that was the it. first movie that men openly said I cried in. Yeah, that was that yep. was the first movie. Yeah, um, the relationship between those two, it was kind of known, but it wasn't really. But folks didn't know that was the first interracial. Roommate, they were the first interracial roommates. Yep. On a professional level, I mean, all sports. Period. They were the first two. Uh, the, you know, you talk about the relationship between Magic and Larry and those guys and what they did for the NBA, but the 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 distance between their two personalities, oh, but yet how that greater. heightened. It couldn't have been greater. It, what they did. Same thing with say, with. Um, Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo, mm-hmm. one from Kansas, one from West Virginia. Do we are we going to save that little bit there that from from Brian's song? Is that from um, the scene where where they make the rookies? That was my favorite part of that of, of, of that movie. I've been watching that movie. Just remember that, and just remember and recalling that when I went to work in North Carolina and covered Wake Forest and heard them playing that song. I says, "Oh yeah, okay, all right." That, that's, <laughs> I, I, I've heard this before from the, from the movie. So, uh, yeah, and the people at Wake Forest up there very, very proud of his legacy. And uh, they have his name on a number of things up if you go to Winston-Salem to, to Wake Forest that remembers Brian Piccolo. But James Conn really, really brought that, that, uh, brought that character back to life and something we remember. So that's, pe- that's, that's my favorite uh, film for him. And, and people- he made many more after that, but that was my favorite. Oh, absolutely. And people talk about The Godfather being his breakout role. I believe that was. That was it. And by the way, if you can't get the young folks to watch this movie, tell them it's it's you know Brian Song starring Lando Calrissian. You get the you get the Star Wars fans that'll be wanting to How watch about it. about that? Because people go, that's Billy D. Williams. He's Lando. Oh, okay, then I'll watch it. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot com. So again, your favorite James Con movie, uh, Brian Song, Godfather, Misery, or other at ninety two nine The Game. Um, could you imagine the coverage? That we had here in Chicago when that movie came out. Oh yeah, oh, I just big time. I just remember that being all over. I believe Abe Gibron was actually in the movie, and he was one of the Bears coaches at that time. Being okay, okay. So, um, we were talking about the Braves earlier. Yep. And speculating on how many pitchers are going to be chosen, and how many other players. So, what do you do at second base? You're not going to have Ozzy. He's 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 in second place right now, which means he probably would have been. Would have been called up, but he you got you got to figure he would have been the how many people on that plane from here? One manager, two Ronald, yeah, three others maybe Dansby, Dansby, Tra- uh, Travis Darno, um, maybe Contreras. That's right. As, as well, VH. his brother's starting. Yeah, but but he may start too because um, um, because the the guy who beat him out, um, Bryce Harper 
is injured. He's injured too. That's so right. So you talk about a DH. If, if, if Contreras goes into DH, he may get the start along with his brother. Uh, are we just talking the position players yet? We're not talking the the arms yet, right? Speculating, speculating. Yeah. And because here's the thing with, with pitchers, when it comes to the All Star game, they may go, but they may not pitch depending right. on the rotation. But, but you said who's going to be on the plane? So, yeah, sure, okay. So, so you you definitely know Max Reed is on that plane, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and you might think that um, either Charlie, which way he's playing lately. And or the rookie sensation Spencer Strider might be on that plane. No, I think I think Kyle Wright's on the plane. There's another one. Kyle Kyle Wright should have ten wins. Remember, right. the, remember this week he was leading in the fourth mm. inning. Rains come, and he doesn't get to finish a game with well, the Braves. You know, were leading. He could have had his tenth win possibly this this week, which he still got a chance for tonight. He start he's starting tonight right. with with the Braves. So and, uh, and if and if Reed picks up his come Monday, lock him in. He yeah. should be the the starter. Wow, you're gonna give him the start? Yes, if he beats the Mets Monday and and outduels Scherzer, it's gonna be Freed versus Scherzer Monday. He gets the start. Yes, that they, he gets it in my opinion, especially with Snicker being the manager. Mm-hmm. It could be that. It could be. Okay. We'll watch and see. We'll watch and see. Right, that, 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 that could well happen. That, that could very well happen. Sam was talking about something earlier. Eric, can you get number two queued up? Number two queued up. Because you were talking about this earlier, I didn't see it again. I was on the road and and missed everything. So I couldn't. There was one Braves game that was on um, ESPN. I got to see that. That was the only time I got to see him this past week. But you were talking about a home run that was hit last night. Listen to this. Acuna is next with nobody out. Man at first, three-two pitch, swing and a drive, hammered into the second deck of the chop house. Michael Harris, home run in the eighth inning. That's a, little fire, eight, that's a little fireworks show that popped, but, I mean, the lightning cracked by the time he crossed home plate because <laughs> the bottom fell out. We're going to start calling him the rainmaker. I mean, he hit that thing last night, and then the bottom fell out. They had, they had a long rain Look, delay. Look, an hour and a half or something. I heard about yeah, that one, yeah. too, yeah. <laughs> but but he's, what else do we want to see this guy do? I mean, he's showing you get, he's got pop in the bat, and he wasn't showing that at first. He was just spraying the ball around, hitting the ball, hitting the ball wherever you pitch it. You pitch it on the outside edge, I go the opposite way. You come inside, I, I can pull on it, you know. I can beat out an infield hit. I, he's showing you all the things he can do with the bat. Now he's starting to show us some pop. He's showing to show us some that, that, he can, that he can do that too. Two, two, two straight nights, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because he yeah. tied it up in the right. game four against St. Louis. So, you know, and, and Snick had some things to say about him after the game. If you guys want to hear that, I'll Throw it out up. there. Throw it out there. Of course we want to hear it. What do you not say? We're on a radio show here. <laughs> I ain't got no sense. Don't pay no attention. Yeah, because until they get in the box and see him, I know they can watch video and everything, but I think it's just like facing a picture. Until you get in the box and really see it, you can do all the video you want, but until you really experience it. Um, and like I say, I think it's credit to Michael. I mean, they got video on him and all that, but he's making adjustments himself on the fly. And, um, you know, working on things and, uh, you know, it's, uh, that ball jumps off his back, that's for sure. Yeah, he's lost for words. Isn't he? Pause there for a minute. Pause <laughs> yeah, show here. Ball should have jumped off his bat there. <laughs> yeah, and, and everything he said is exactly what he should say. And the adjustments that are being made are still early on. And I, I listen. This it's exciting to see. It's exciting to have not only the ability to to watch this person 
grow into, well, we don't know what he's going to be, but right now it's real exciting. Moreover, he solidifies a part of the outfield, and there's a speed component to this team that hasn't been there in the past. So you put all that together. I don't care if he has a little bit of a slump. Still, remind us of Andrew Jones out there in the outfield from time to time. Yeah. We'll be good with the slumps. Yeah. All right? Because you're going to be saving some runs by how you, pl- how you play. Well, like there. I said, he makes a difference. If you're a starting pitcher and you go to the mound yep. and that dude's out in center field, yep. you got just a little more, there's a skosh more confidence. Step in, your step. in what you do. Absolutely. I can throw this out here, and I know – if I make a little bit of a mistake, I got somebody back there that's going to forgive him. He made a play last night. He was lined up in basically left center and had to go over to the – I saw uh, that. Call, he, calling he, off his, 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 you, his you know left I mean? and right fielders, You man. know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing to talk about, the kind of real estate that got covers out there. Just remarkable the difference that, uh, that he makes. And, uh, you know, just – it's kind of, we constantly want to see what's next. Just do not put him on the cover of Sports Illustrated or any other periodical. Does, anybody, <laughs> does people still read that? Well, I just you know yeah. you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I get you. That's I, the Madden curse, though. Yeah, well, yeah. yes. Just don't do it. We, we don't want we don't want no curses around here. <laughs> now, wouldn't that be something if he did end up on the cover of Madden? Uh, he, 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 oh, what's hey, that? how you feeling about? You know what? I actually have something nice to say about Rob Manford. Do you? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah, because of the people that he's putting um, up. He, He's started to do this last couple of years. How and about I'm, that? I'm all for the two picks of this year. Yeah. Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols. Pujols has had a nice series here. He had a nice series here. He, got, he didn't do a home run, but he had some, he had some nice hits. It was, it was all those peaches and peanuts. I, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> that, that, they gave to, that they gave to him. But he had a nice series here. It was, it was good because he is, he is, he is uh, been, been tough on the Braves down through the years. So his last time coming through. Going to put a bow on Wimbledon coming up in the 7 o'clock hour with Karen Pustana. Uh, talking Landy United with Doug Roberson. Joe Patrick is going to join us. And coming up in the 9 o'clock hour this morning, we are going to talk to Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. He's in town for some NASCAR action. It is Sam and Greg getting started on this 9th day of July. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Ain't I'm on a few hours of sleep. I'm a week of being out of touch, and I'm feeling a certain kind of way, Sam, because you know that I would not be here this weekend normally. Last yeah, couple would. years, absolutely, I would be in the most beautiful spot in this country right now, and I didn't know that about five years ago when I first started doing them. But I have helped the station out, and prov- I have tripped into people that, well, like who we have coming up at nine o'clock this morning. Hall of Famers, left and right. Yeah, the American all over Century the place. Championship is going on this weekend in Lake Tahoe, Lake Tahoe. and I the pleasure I weaseled my way in there with credentials about five years ago, <laughs> and the draw, and and figured out the best way to do that, um, because Tahoe's got one main strip, and this weekend it's just packed. It's like Mardi Gras. And trying to get anywhere, unless you just stay in the hotel that you're in, yeah. you're not going to really get anywhere, right? And and they jack up the prices at the tables. Well, but of course, because they got number they got number millionaires in the joint, right? <laughs> so I discovered a few years ago, or after the second year, that it was easier, believe it or not, for me to stay in Reno and then drive. It's like 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. From Reno into Lake Tahoe 
is the most beautiful scenic drive you have ever seen in your life. I'm I'm, I'm going to say that out loud right now. Okay. There may be more beautiful spots, but I'm telling you that drive, when you come down from the mountains into Lake Tahoe. Yeah. At first you go going up into it because the Sierra uh, Mountains there. But it's like, all I, I keep thinking about is Bonanza. <laughs> so, you wow. know, Carson City. I go through Carson City. Yeah. Remember the beginning of Bonanza that, you know, they burned that map of old Carson City? Right, right, right. But it's just breathtaking. You don't use that word that often. That, and And to see it. And then you drive back. You don't have to deal with any of that stuff in Lake Tahoe afterwards. You come back and you stay at a place that's got like three casinos attached. And there's all kinds of stuff to do. So I'm feeling a certain kind of way. <laughs> but I was dealing with family, so yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you, you're do, doing something that need to be done. And you're doing stuff that, uh, that gives you a little peace of mind. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Coming up at 7 o'clock hour, we're talking about Karen Pristina of Tennis Panorama. She's going to come and give her thoughts on... This Wimbledon, as it winds down, women's finals are, well, in a couple hours yeah. to get started. Yeah. And, of course, Djokovic and um, Kyrgios. Kyrgios going at tomorrow. The man with the black hat. I can't tell you how much I want him to win. He got a lot of stuff on his mind, though, man. I understand. Yeah, he got that problem going on. And <laughs> and, what's... And, and the thing we're concerned about, thing I'm concerned about, you want him to do well, but you want him to do well and then come to play here. That's true. And that's the thing. You know, our, our, our tournament bumps right up to that to that date that he has to be in Australia, and I, I'm like, well, of all time, yeah. of all times, for him to have this great you know, for this great tournament. And I mean, you know, he may have a great tournament and decide to pull out, you know, anyway. But I would, to me, it would be great to have him. First of all, he's a Wimbledon finalist. To have a Wimbledon finalist come and play here in Atlanta would be big with this tournament. And so many of the players who are coming had. Good tournaments had great showings, and I, I'll talk with that with, with with Karen when she comes on. A lot of history was made over there by John Isner is now at the tops all time in aces, and he happened to do that at Wimbledon. So we, did, some, we, we talked about that. Though. You know something else that, that's come on, but we got other guys. Francis Tiafo had, had a strong tournament. Taylor Fritz is a guy who last got to play in a doll. Played the doll five grueling sets, and, and, and the doll was determined to win that match in a fifth set, set tiebreak. But he goes and, and you know, he, he, he withdraws. I want to ask you about that. Yeah. I mean, now that we know what was going on with him, where do you rank that as far as people who have given you great performances while injured? You got a torn a- abdomen muscle. Your, 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 your abdomen Abdom- is abdominal. Abdominal. Excuse me. Thank you. Abdominal muscle. And you're stretching that with every time you serve the ball, every time you reach for a shot. And it's also got to affect how you run. And this dude had to play. Not well, you three. know what? You know what though? He was pro- while you're going, while you're going, he's got that adrenaline going, and probably once the match was over, it oh, probably yeah. it probably really 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 kicked, kicked in on and him. And his father, that I did see, and his father was um, just yelling at him from the stands, and we found out he was saying, "You need to quit, you need to shut it down." But I'm asking you, yeah, where does that rank in you? Now that we know what he was going through, where does that rank for you as far as those guys who showed you something that intestinal fortitude? And 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 persevered in one. Uh, mind you, it wasn't the final, but still yeah. getting to the semifinal in the quarterfinals, that was amazing. And you play tennis, you know how your body is. You, the the muscles you use to do what you do to play that sport, 
I ain't built like the doll. No, you ain't built like the doll, but we still got. <laughs> I ain't we, built like the we doll, still, dude. We, we still got we got we got those injuries that you know yep. that that give us just a little bit of a taste of what that would be like. There ain't no way in the world. But, I'm but serving. You, you know what though? I, I think more than anything, it, it's it's a cautionary tale. And, and Mike Wilbon mentioned this this weekend, and I don't agree with a whole lot he said because he usually is so negative when it comes ain't to it, when it comes to Atlanta teams. Yeah. But but he said be, what we're watching at Wimbledon. On both sides, is like it's like a ceremonial changing of the guard. By this time next year, Greg, we may, um, you know, Serena, Federer, and the dog may may shut it down. Right. You know, they all three may exit the stage by this time next year. And so, it's kind of like with Tiger Woods, appreciate what what you're watching. I don't care if he wins Tiger wins British Open or not. I appreciate him being out there and and, and competing. And I think that's where we got to get. With those three people, Nadal still wants to try to do it, but I mean the injuries he's had this year—that's what tells you things are breaking down. Federer has taken a couple of years, to, and he mentioned sheepishly with the microphone in his hand that he wanted to come back and play Wimbledon right. again next year. But but we but we don't know, you know what I mean? And so I think between now and then, you know, and and this next wave that's coming up—that's why you watch Wimbledon. That's why you watch the U.S. Open. If the same faces are back. These are going to be your folks, These and those are the, are the ones that got to. Yeah, they got to bring us to the TV. They got to make us interested in the sport. Um, the the good news for Rafa is, and and this is what makes me smile. If he does shut it down, he can say, "I retired with the most win, most Grand Slam wins of any men's tennis player." Yeah. He can say that, <laughs> right? And jo- he can flip his nose at Djokovic, and yeah, go ahead and win five more. I don't care. But when I quit, yeah, I was the leader. Yeah. So that's yeah. all he and he wins with that. But the thing that you talked about with golf and, and the correlation between Tiger, I think that this live tour is the best thing that's happened to golf. They won't ever admit it. But this is the only thing that's keeping us interested in that sport when Tiger exit stays left, and that could be after this one, this, this next major. Well, we're interested in the quality of play. We're interested in because of a lot of money. It's, it, it's, no, no. I'm saying they're interested in because of the, 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 conf, the, the conflict between the two Governing bodies. Yeah. Everybody's talking about you guys are selling out and they're calling each other names that went over to the live tour, but the big names are playing the live tour and they don't care. Listen, we we see this and we have talked about it in the show after show after show, talking about how college football is all about the money. College sports, excuse me, across the board is all about the money. Tradition, rivalries, be damned. We are going to go and jump into this conference and we're going to go after this money. The same thing is happening in all sports. This it is amazing the changing of everything since we have gotten to the information age, where people know that my owner or my league or whoever has this amount of money flowing through, and these guys are empowering themselves to fight to say, "I want some of that." You've been running this professional entertainment league on the, through college campuses long enough, you know, with with without paying labor. We want some of that. And there are enough people on the periphery that are going, hey, we'll offer you some money. We'll do this and that. Because there's a shirtless situation going on at the NCAA, and they can't stop it. And by the way, they're the ones that are going to have to clean this up, right, if there's any straightening out to be done. And how confident are you in that? You know, it, it, it depends on who they get. It depends who who's there. I'm, I think whoever's up there is nobody that people across the board respect in that way. I mean, but but then you know what? They want the NCAA to come by if somebody's doing some illegal recruiting or cheating. They want the NCAA to come in then. Step in then, right? But they don't want the NCAA to mess with their money. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Come on in, NCAA. So and so is doing this. You know, but so so I mean that's that's the thing. But you, to me, NCAA's got got to get some people, or the conferences have to put some people in that role and say, hey, look, you guys need to be here to put some keep some guardrails on this. But you know, because, even, but if they before, don't before the, before the goose kills the golden egg, because that's that's what will eventually happen at some point. We don't see it happening right now. But you know that's that's that's. that's I don't even know what that looks like. Then, were that to happen, what does it look like? How does how do you not continue to 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 witness the growth of these? Well, there's only two conferences right now: Big Ten and, and, and SEC. We don't know what the ACC is going to look like, and everybody is sitting back on the sidelines waiting for one decision to be made. Yeah, just one, and that's Notre Dame, and what they decide to do. They got everything else in the ACC basket except for football. Because they got their own pool of cash. They got their own pool of cash, and and yeah, we want to play basketball in the ACC, but we, you know, you're not touching football. But at some point, they're going to have to make a decision, whether it's this year, the next year, wherever. But they're going to have to, and where they land is going to have collateral damage for the other conferences because they're going to, a lot of a lot of schools are going to want to come. Now I don't know if that NBC contract will still be in place when they make that decision. Yeah, yeah, but. To to me, that's it's, a deal that's in place contingent on them being a solo act. To to me, um, because if they fall into another conference, then that conference is going to want to pull their best games. Right now, the NBC is just it's just all of their home games are on NBC. Their other games can be on the other networks, you know. So that's that's the the, the thing with, with Notre Dame. But but even with that, Greg, you know, you, you you're talking about having these just major conferences. That's going to be the topic of conversation more so than anything as we get set for these colleges to have their media days in a couple of weeks. SEC media days will be here this year. We don't get to go to Hoover and oh, watch and watch the Knicks, and watch the Nick Saban dog and pony show. Uh, we're not well, we're not going to get to see that. You know what I mean? There ain't going to be one no more you know, pretty soon. We, we, <laughs> he ain't got that kind of juice no more. He, well, I don't know it, when they have it over in Alabama. You like I said, he rides up there with that motorcade and guys getting out talking into their wrist and fans just love to see that. But he won't get he won't get that here. Uh, but, but that's <laughs> happening in a couple of weeks at the uh, College Football Hall of Fame. And the thing of it is, you got a national, you got defending national champion. You got the two teams in this conference who talked about, who played for the national championship. You got another coach, you know, the Texas A and M that's talking about. You got other teams. But but the big thing that's, that we're going to talk about with this conference is going to be real, re, you know, realignment. It's conference real, conference realignment. That's going to be the topic at all. Of the other media days of all the conferences, they, all the coaches are going to have to talk about it. You know that and that obviously a transfer portal in NIL. So so far we're talking about three things. We ain't talking about anything on the field. We ain't talking about a team. We ain't talking about a player or anything. But those are the three things that coaches are going to be asked about most at these media days coming. And up. they don't have an answer for them. They really don't. There's those and and they're trying to wrap their arms around. You talked about NILs and and your big thing was don't use it as a recruiting tool, which is what. In a roundabout way, Saban was complaining about and saying that this is this is what's going to take He's down college sports. Plate, man, he passing that yeah, plate. Yeah, I mean, y'all so, put some more on my plate. Put some more on my plate. I ain't got enough here. Like, what's that movie, uh, Oliver? Yeah, please have some more, sir. Yeah, yeah. Like Arms for the, the pool, plate. whatever, whatever. Yeah, that we talking about. <laughs> anyway, we are we are not done talking about this. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety-two-nine the game, dot com. Um, what's the phrase? May you live in interesting times. They are that. And this is what we are as we sit here in July of, uh, of 2020. We got Michael Irvin joining us in the 9 o'clock hour. <laughs> well, I can't, what was the last Hall of Famer we had on the show? I don't know. Uh, we, was, was Calvin Johnson? There you go. 
Was he a Hall? He wasn't a Hall of Famer then, though. But that's nice that we had him on. Yeah, he was. On, he was on his way. He hadn't gotten his gold jacket yet. But if we had him on to talk about before he got his gold jacket, All right. and then we if had you, him, on, and then we had him on the high school scoreboard show. Which, by the way, you should talk. We'll talk a little bit about coming up next. That's local. Uh, Eric, spit it out. Go ahead. If you had one game, you needed one touchdown. Which one you want? Calvin Johnson or the playmaker? Well, I'd want Calvin Johnson, but they probably wouldn't rule it a catch. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.